In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Are you ready to rock? So last month <laughs> Jingle we did, Bell Rock. Yeah, we did that. We did that Capital Lights episode, and I played you just a, a brief little piece of Thousand Foot Crutches Jingle Bell Rock cover. And Fucking rules, man. And we were like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. Instead of where we listen in advance and take our notes, we're just gonna do this shit live. Oh yeah. We're probably not gonna be able to get through every single song, but you'll hear you listeners will hear the song underneath. Dylan and I have headphones on. We're going track by track. Yeah. And uh I mean I think you're okay with this. We'll just skip that Capital Light song. Like Oh yeah, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have you know forty you minutes on it. Every 20, 20, yeah, we get it. It's a sad song, it's great. Um, all right, so let's just kick this, <laughs> let's just dive right in because holy shit, I forgot that there were 17 tracks on this. <laughs> so how long uh, do we want to listen? Like, I mean we'll we'll listen and give talk. me like a we'll, sign. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll share our thoughts a little bit. But I mean, we've already listened to the beginning of this one, so we'll just start talking about it. Yeah. Thousand foot crutch. Jingle Bell Rock. Dude, I still think that like Yeah, it's, it starts off 
so promising. <laughs> Wait, you don't think it's promising the rest of the way? <laughs> that the drums kick in? Yeah, no, it's it's got like it's it's the rapping is real. This is my favorite part though, right here. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah, it's, this is it's rough. I, it's it's. I feel like this is totally a song I listen to if they were singing about anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I I implore you to check out the first two thousand foot crutch albums. Uh, Set it off okay. and phenomenon are pretty good records. This yeah. is not, not a good song. The next track is Hawk <laughs> Nielsen. Do you know anything about Hawk Nielsen? I feel like we've talked about Hawk I, Nielsen before. I never really got into them too much, but let's see. So they have the song Gloria. And I'm trying to remember if it's an original or if it's like Angels We Have Heard on High just under the name Gloria. So let's find out. Okay, original. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. Was Hulk Nelson like very like emo rock? Because that's what it sounds like. Like it's reminding me of like a silver scene without the screaming. A little bit. So there was a song when my friend's band was on tour. They, I don't know how they stumbled on this Hulk Nelson song. There was one song that they became obsessed with called Bring Him Out. And all I remember is that it literally, right out the gate, it's like one of those songs where they're like trying to get the chant going. Yeah. So it's like, all the girls and the boys, the people making noise. <laughs> like, <it's> like, this, <laughs> like crazy intro. I mean, this is fine. This is like, it's not super chill, but it's like chill enough, especially yeah. coming off a of Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's definitely a, a different like style. This is like emo with a capital E, though. Yes. Like, very much so, but I think we've talked before, um, especially when we, were like, when we were talking about uh, that, that Reliant K album, is when you do an original Christmas song, to me it really has to stand out. And it for this me to does like not. It. And this it does is, not. Like this is no. not something I would listen to. It very much, as soon as we started talking, it became background noise. I'm like, I'm not even yep. paying attention to this. But let's see. Anymore. So the next one is definitely a cover because I can't imagine someone wrote an original called Little Drummer Boy. I don't really remember anything about the band The Almost. Um, I believe The Almost was is that tied the... to Norm uh, uh, Under Oath? Under Oath, yes. It yeah. is the it is the like drummer, right? The drummer. Yes, it's side the band? it's the um, yeah. Alternative rock. I, w- I was I was gonna say pop punk, not really pop punk. It- it's like his alternative rock band. Yep, a lot softer. Basically, I think he started the almost before he left Under Oath, and then basically left Under Oath and became full blown into the almost. Now he's back with Under Oath, of course. Yeah, it's all right. His voice is amazing. It's he's it's- got a great voice, and I mean, look, I am not a fan of Little Drummer Boy. I think we've talked about this before that it is kind of a shitty christmas classic yeah so like this isn't terrible for what no it's not terrible and and i think the only version of little drummer boy i do like is the original version of little drummer boy so we'll see i I don't know there's been a couple covers that i haven't totally hated but uh yeah i I mean mean, you know i you know i love me some family force (laughs) five that is true all right so almost does an almost good cover of little drummer boy yeah now the one Christmas song that Switchfoot <laughs> recorded. We're just going to talk about this very briefly. Okay. Switchfoot, I think I've said I have this song on my computer three times because it appeared on three different Christmas albums. These guys wrote their one Christmas song and they just wrote that. I saw a TikTok the other day. I should have sent it to you. It was a stitched together video 
Um, and it started with this girl, and she's just like, you want to know why Christians are so susceptible? I also saw that TikTok. And Oma sent it to, to me, the, yeah, where he's the like, switch no, yep. no, I just want to know how a Christian rock band wrote such it a dank-ass riff. Oh, God. That song still is fantastic. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's the that's literally the only thing I know about Switchfoot is that song. Well, in this song, Evergreen, that and you've now had to listen to twice. And there will yeah. be a third time there that you listen to Evergreen. Oh, of course. But uh, all right. So. When we did the Capitol Lights episode, I mentioned David Crowder Band and yes. how they are weird as shit. Uh, so I don't remember how their version of Feliz Navidad goes. Let's find out. Okay. Who, doesn't, who doesn't love Feliz Navidad? I'm, I don't hate it so far. It's a little I don't, loungy. I, yeah, and I don't know if you got into the vocals yet, but I like the vocals. Yeah, no, it it works. But I want this to have a moment where it, like, I, I don't want this to be this for two minutes. It's not just Feliz Navidad. <laughs> well, though, like, like, I'm digging this as, like, a start, but it's like I'm waiting for that point where, like, the guitar, like, squeals and it gets kind of rockish. No. I don't think we're getting that. Nope, we're still like hula dancing, actually. Yeah, no, okay. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna get the release that this feels like it's built towards in my brain. Ooh, there's some horns happening. Oh, well, I mean, nothing wrong with that. Look, horns are always a nice choice. But yeah, I mean, if you were trying to get into Dave Crowder Band, this would not be the first thing I send you to be like, check this shit out. (laughs) Yeah, check this fucking rockin' jam out, dude. (laughs) Then we move into Amberlynn, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, a song that I have been on the record that I fucking love. One of my friends, this is weird, because my friend is like hardcore atheist. Amber Lynn is her favorite band of all really? time. Yeah, like she just really connected with Amber Lynn for some reason. And they weren't really the most Jesus-y of Christian no, bands, no, no, really. No, no, no. But Are they still around? I think they got back together. Nice. But there has not been a version of Christmas Baby Please Come Home that I have not loved, at least a little bit. It's just a good song. Did you start this one yet? Yeah, I started. I little synth beat. Yeah. It's very odd, but I like it. So, I mean, the guys who do our theme song, Punchline, put out a great cover of this like two or three Christmases ago. But I still don't, like, know what it is? The the Christmas background thing is great, but it's that, it's in deck the hall. (laughs) But it's not like Christmas at all. After that chorus, though, it's like a fucking open this pit moment. I love it. Ooh, there's a pretty tight guitar solo in here too. This so far is the best track on this CD. I yes. think this is the one where I'm like, man, are we gonna get all the way through this song? Because this—that's kind of what this has been. Like, can we get through the song? And yeah. So far, no. But except for this one. <laughs> yeah, this is the first one where it's like, I could finish this. This is just a fun, like, if I was in a cover band and it was Christmas time, I'd be like, yo, we're doing Christmas, baby, please come home. <laughs> and there's another baby, please come home Christmas song that I also love. The bells will be ringing one where it's like, bells, bells will, will be, be ringing. ringing. Yeah. I love that jam. That's the Eagles. 
Yeah. That's, that is actually that is a top five Christmas song for me. For oh, sure. I think I think that's for I think that's sure. fair. All right. So uh, we're pretty one, much done to Amberlynn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that Amberlynn song, that song will always make me think of fucking the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album, which uh, well, I feel you like to, you need to we, make me listen to that because I've never heard. The you've Rosie. never listened no. to that. No, that's so. coming up. That that's and, uh, guys. September, September, <laughs> September, the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album is happening. All right. And here's why. My mom made me listen to that album religiously. Um, <laughs> So we're not we're I, I God damn you're gonna get me off on a tangent. No, I'm saving it. We're saving save it, it for save September. It, save it. All, All right. right. What's so? Next? Are you familiar with the band Cutlass? No, they were bad. So let's hear how their <laughs> version so of Mary sweet. Did You Know It's. Little, little moody. Oh, this Cutlass was like a metal band. So we'll see how this goes. I feel like this is gonna be like. If I remember correctly, like almost like a typo negative deep voice. Oh, no. Okay, not quite. I would listen to that, though. I would I listen would to like, like a typo Peter's, play. Yeah, like play a Mary, did Mary you know. Did you know? Like, Dude, I would love that. That would yeah. go on my Christmas and Halloween playlist. Yeah. If I recall, this is pretty much the tone throughout the entire yeah. thing. I don't Slow, hate it. chill. Like, it's not, yeah, it's not bad. Mary, did you know? Is a this is like obviously one of the most Jesusy of the Christmas yeah. carols, like like even more so than like a lot of the like there. There's plenty of Jesusy Christmas, but this one's like I don't know. It's hearing very, it not in a church feels weird to me. Like yeah. I always feel weird when it's on the radio. I'm like, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm with it. All right, I'm over it though. Okay, yeah. Like I mean, so it's okay. Here we it's, go. It's fine. All right. Strap in, strap in. We got to do a quick lead into this. So the lead singer of Thousand Foot Crutch yeah. started a pop punk side project called FM Static, where he could do more of his poppy punk stuff. And when he was invited right. to do this album, yep. he said, it's time to do Christmas Shoes as a he pop said, punk song. He said, I can do any song. <laughs> And he landed on Christmas shoes. Any of them? So here we go. I'm hitting play right now. It was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line. <laughs> Dude, I would listen to the shit out of this. Oh, let's see. Let's see. I feel like it picks. It's got to pick up. I hate this song. <laughs> I fucking I, love this song. I like song. this version, but this song in general. I love this song. Ooh, it's picking up. <laughs> pick it up, pick it up. Kick, uh, we got to at least get to the chorus. Kick. kick. Shoes. <laughs> For my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? I think it works better as a pop punk song, so actually. Do I. <laughs> it makes it's so much easier to swallow as a pop punk song than it is as like oh a my serious God. I do I know everyone hates this song, but I like this song. I like right after that Jesus tonight where it's got now we're in it. You know, it's got yeah. the guitar going. <laughs> My mama's gonna die! Yeah. 
<laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like, man. I don't hate it though. I, I this don't is hate it. this is right up there with that Amber Lynn song. This might be the oh, one of the ones we get pretty God. far into. Uh, all right, so <laughs> you were just like you were like. I think this is the one we get pretty far into. All right, I'm done. Next. Song. <laughs> corners of the internet a nameless formless entity has been growing no one dares question where it was created or what it wants but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison find horror movie night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. At maximum mediocrity, people say things like, I don't dress like this on the regular basis. This isn't my, you know, pooping uniform. This is not <laughs> <laughs> And they also say things like, the, the nurses are usually either angels of mercy or whores. Every episode is a new experience where you get to know people that aren't famous, but should be. Why am I facing Floyd Mayweather in the Woods. My co-host Morgan and I track down the people you didn't know you needed to hear from. It's like hot sex in a mug. We are the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast, and we are on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be waiting for you. So Jars of Clay. Isn't that the name of a Creed album? <laughs> Human Clay. Human similar Clay. vibe. So Jars of Clay was right there with like DC Talk when it was like these obscure contemporary christian music groups just like blowing up on the mainstream out of nowhere yeah so jars of clay they had the song flood which like jars of clay was just like college rock it was just a bunch of dudes with acoustic guitars that like harmonized together okay. like very like dave matthews band but like without all of the extra stuff uh, better vocals i hope and better vocals um he and they so they like you know, they wrote the the song Flood. It was like, if I can't swim after 40 days and my mind is like they they just had they were good. Like it was it was an all right song, but it was like that combination of like four different vocals singing and harmonizing perfectly on it. Okay. It's like what yeah, drew yeah, people yeah. in. And then they started to get like bigger and bigger in the mainstream. Um, they wrote some songs. For, they have a song in Jack Frost uh, called Five <sighs> Candles. Uh, you were there when I needed you, which they had written specifically for the movie. Um, and then good for them. They they had an interesting career. They're actually pretty. Everything I know about them, they're pretty cool guys. They put out an album um, in the early two thousands 
called Good Monsters, where the whole premise of the Good Monsters was Christians who claim that they're good people but are absolutely horrible monsters to people in other countries and like immigrants and LGBT. So they have a progressive mind to them and they kind of always had, but like in the early 2000s when they really saw the like conservative Christian movement shifting, they're like, well, we will not stand for this. And they like were one of the first groups to start really writing albums about it. So I give them a lot of credit because they were bands that could have literally just said nothing and coasted. Yeah, <laughs> like they, which there so, are plenty of those. There are plenty of those. So, so that's just kind of my lead in. I really don't remember anything about this. Again, it's an original, and like we said, if it's an original, you're you're already a tough hill to climb. Uh, yeah. Love came down at Christmas. Let's see how it goes. Okay, I like that beginning. Kind of chill. Yeah, and this is when they were kind of getting more poppy, so there's not as much vocal harmonies. They picked someone who was definitively the singer. Is it one that's going to be trapped in your brain forever? No, but I dig it, man. This is like a a sitting by the fire with your coffee, with your your, your hot cocoa, just like looking at the fire, and this is on. I say makes the playlist. Definitely. (laughs) Like adding it to the playlist now. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... Super t- oh, there we go. Now you're getting those extra vocals. Yep. And that was, like I said, that was their thing. They just had these awesome three, four vocal harmonies happening in their songs sometimes. Ooh, that chorus. Oh, yeah. Now, this song, I, I think coming off of the pop punk Christmas shoes, this was a nice, like, pull back down to reality for a little bit. Oh, yeah. What the hell am I doing? Oh, adding the. FM Stacks Christmas shoes to my playlist <laughs> as well. Um, I don't want to forget about that. This is also super weird because next we're going into Project 86. I don't know how much you know about Project 86 while we got this Charles of Clay song on, but they were. So let me... I loved Project 86 when I was a kid, right? Oh they... my god, I did click on them. Hold on, did you realize there's a Project 86 Christmas album? No. Well, let me tell you a little bit about Project 86 real quick. We're going to take okay, a quick pause sorry. on the music. Pause the music. I paused So, it. So Project 86 was one of the first like Christian new metal bands. And Fantastic. Homeboy loved right. new metal. And it wasn't until much later <laughs> that I realized, oh, Project 86 might not be such great guys. <laughs> oh, no. So there was a song that I loved by Project 86 called Independence with a question mark. And oh no. Years later someone pointed out the questionable lyrical content of this song. Okay. I just want to read you some of the the verses and tell me if you can Please start do. to figure out what what the song might be about. Okay. Uh, so it says, "How does it feel to find yourself playing for the wrong team when the stakes are so high? How does it feel to find yourself so blind to the sin that you're hiding deep inside?" Turn your back on obvious facts and then watch the city gash and burn on you, oblivious to your own way out. And now your lifestyle's the evidence, too. Your rainbow's a symbol of the smile that you what have on your fuck? face, unforgettable. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like, I'm like, oh no. People are going to like, take out I was clips like, of you saying what that. is, Don't I was read like, that anymore. What is, I, I was floored like my what? first exposure to this band was them touring with p 
POD, which like POD, I think of as being pretty fucking progressive. Progressive, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's just go on the record. Fuck Project Eighty Six. Yeah, fuck. Pro- that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. Now that was 1996. I have no clue what the standing with that band is as of 2022. But what I do know is that Project 86 is pretty much just the lead singer, Andrew, and most of the guys who have been in that band, especially when it first formed, have all disemboweled that band, disemboweled the songs, and basically Good. been like, Aaron is a megalomaniac. He like he like was selling tickets for like the Project 86 reunion tour, and it was just yeah. him with a bunch yeah. of hired guns and like never reached out to anybody oh, in the band God. even at so... He's got a real like Axl Rose, like he's like the Christian Axl Rose type thing where he's like, oh, oh so you're just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. So, he should just really tour us a, with like Trapped. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, oh so that's the God. mindset we're going Gross. into with this time of year. I don't even want to listen to it. God damn it, it's kind of good. I don't like it. <laughs> I didn't mind the opening riff, but fuck the rest of this. <laughs> little girls and little boys? No. Yeah. I'm out. No, I'm over it. All right. That's enough of you, Project 86. Yeah, fuck Project uh, 86. Seven Day Slumber is one of the only ones I really don't know anything about in this, so let's just hear okay. what they're... Do you I, hear what I, I hear? I absolutely like. hate this song, so <laughs> can't wait. Ooh, I don't think this is going to win you over. <laughs> There's not enough rapping. Do you hear what I do? You hear, do you hear what, what I, I hear? Man, Seventh Day Slumber is a really appropriate name for what this band makes me want to do. Jesus Christ. This is not good. No, this is bad. So let's let's see. Fuck that song. All right. Sanctus Real, Silent Night. Let's see how this goes for us. mood right now (laughs) soft guitar sanctus real was like a reliant k style pop punk band so yeah i don't know a lot about silent night but i don't this is kind of starting in the middle (laughs) yeah this isn't good i skipped about four minutes in and it is just still weird um sanctus real i really didn't get that into i just remember they toured with with reliant k quite a bit back in the day and they were like yeah this is this must be the what i'm hearing in this cover is like a band who's done two pop punk albums and is like really trying to show that they're more than that and kind of failing at trying to be like (laughs) you're like you're not go back to that Like this is gonna be like our version of when Blink did the self-titled, and it's like, nah, this is I miss yeah. you. This is not yeah. <laughs> like, all right. But now it's time to fucking rage because wow. we've had two sleepy songs, and now we're about to get into August Burns Red's cover of okay, Carol the Bell. So I couldn't figure out what that was because on the Apple Music version, that's been removed. So give me a okay. second. Look, if you're into metal and you like Christmas. Like you should own that August Burns Red Sledding Hill on your. You're fucking computer. right. You should. Because that thing, and it's. I was never big on August Burns Red's vocals, 
good news, all instrumental. It's just, <laughs> it's just them fucking proving that they have some of the best guitarists in the industry and one of the best yep. drummers in the industry just so ripping good, it. Dude. All right, so here we go. Record. Got a little bell kicking in, and then... Yeah, there so we I go. went a little head. That, like, double bass is so good. Oh, dude, this song... This song rips. This is actually pretty far from my favorite of theirs. Um, they do... On one of the Happy Christmases, they put their O Come O Come Emmanuel cover on, which yeah. is like, oh my god. That one is fucking unbelievable. And then there's a... Like it's like a punk goes Christmas album, where the bonus track was them doing somewhere in my memory from Home Alone, and Dude, that fucking so rips. We're <laughs> going to definitely talk about Punk Goes Christmas one day I'm, because I thoroughly enjoy some of the songs. Dude, there's a song. We'll talk about it. There's a song that I know nothing about the band. I really don't want to know more about the band. I just want to enjoy this one fucking weird Christmas song yeah, that they <laughs> uh, set it off. I think it is, or set okay, this yeah, off. Or, I've, I've seen them. Or no, not set it. Wait, no, yes, yeah, set it off. Because I'm thinking to set your goals as well. So when it's yeah. like this Christmas, I'll burn it to the yep. ground or whatever. Yep, I've but, seen them. All right. So there is one rap song on this album. Sweet. KJ five two. He was kind of the Christian Eminem, so much so that he wrote two songs called Dear Slim uh, that were him writing letters in the style of Stan to Eminem, asking him to not be such a mean guy. Uh, but then he also did like goofy party songs. And this Christmas, it's Christmas time, is definitely more of his goofy Christmas hip hop. Okay. Get crazy, get wild, let's party, yep. get now. Yeah. Oh, it's this got that chipmunk chorus. Like, this oh. is LMFAO. Thousand percent. Dude, I'm going to start twerking up the wall in a second. Oh, I know. This is a, this is a fucking party jam. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, this is not one that I would maybe drive around listening to, but I would absolutely sneak this on, like, if I was having a Christmas party, I would put this shit on the playlist just to fuck with people this a little bit. reminds me of, what was that song from back in the 90s? Was it Planet Rock? Oh, God, I know. What are, Do you know what a song I'm talking about? It's Planet something. This would, it is this what would it definitely is. be in, in John Leguizamo's Pest 2. Yes, this is the <laughs> pest. This is 1,000% the pest. Yeah, like 100%. Um, and then, as if it wasn't enough that it's a great song, <laughs> that gets followed by the Capital Light song by that we Capital talked Light about. the Capital Light song. It's so they, and then we got two more. I don't yeah. know who James Reunion is, but he's do, he's going to rock around the Christmas tree. We can only hope that he's going to rock around the Christmas tree. <laughs> so. All right, here we go. Ready? Oh, it's we're country and around the Christmas tree. <laughs> okay. That's not quite where I thought we were going to go. I don't hate I don't it so it. far. Yeah. Yeah, his vocals aren't bad. 
I can't listen to this song though and not imagine Kevin McAllister throwing a fake party for people. Like that is <laughs> what this song represents to me all the time. This song will forever be ingrained in my head now. In like 2014, I went to uh, Bush Gardens Winter, whatever the hell they do, Christmas Town, um, and we were eating food. And where we were, at, the restaurant we were at, played the original on a fucking loop. No, <laughs> yeah. no, you got Salt and Pepper Diner or whatever that. Yeah, like, dude, story it was is. so bad. It just happened. Over and over and over again. Ooh, that is no bueno. All right, which is not we- as good as when when my buddies and I went to New Jersey Horror Con and we were standing in line to meet William Daniels, uh, Mr. Feeney. For those of you who are unfamiliar, we were right next to the the Ghostbusters car, and they played uh, Bobby Brown's "On My Own" on loop. I mean. <laughs> I would which, take that. I love that song. Which is a fucking jam. Yeah. Hot <laughs> to handle, too cold to hold. You call the you Ghostbusters in there. In control. Got them throwing a party for a bunch of children. And all the while, the sign was under the building. <laughs> I nailed it, man. So I'm not... I just want to check. Is David Crowder related to this next... To Corey music? Crowder? <laughs> Corey Crowder. I'm not seeing anything that says so. And when I search Corey Crowder on Wikipedia, it just brings up that there's a basketball player named Corey Crowder. So let's see what Corey Crowder's Angels We Have Heard on High sounds like. Let's do it. Ooh, a little jazzy piano. Ooh. Okay, acoustic. Okay. It's not, it's not bad. I need this to get a little bit more energy into it, yeah. though. So the band that's around now that's just called Crowder. That's David Crowder's that's new band. That's David. Okay. Yeah. David Crowder band is no longer a band, but okay. Crowder is his band. Okay. Which I like some of that stuff. Like, I yeah. like some of the Crowder's stuff. Huh. Let's see. I'm skipping ahead. Yeah, we got a little bit of, like, a country drum and bass in there, but it... It pretty much stays this like acoustic driving country beat. You know, I can, I if, can get behind it. I, I think it would have been better served at the beginning of the album. That's what I was going to say. This this album, if there's one big complaint I have about this album, is that it's very uneven. Yeah. Like, and like the stuff doesn't really transition into each other in a very logical way. No. Like, not really like my only, I've I don't think I've ever listened. This is the first time I think I've listened to this album from front to back, as opposed to just like having all the songs on a playlist that's shuffling and like yeah. just here. Like there, there's, I mean, there's a couple songs where I'll say this is a bad song, but like for the most part, they're just fine songs. But none of the, the maybe only two or three are like real. Oh, this is a good ass song. Yeah, yeah like a yeah. standout track song, and it's like the Capital Light song. The I would say the Jars of Clay song is actually a pretty standout Dude, that track. FM Static song. And that FM Static song. Those are the only <laughs> three that I think like really like leave a positive impression on your brain. You will never forget the yeah. Jingle Bell Rock, but I don't know if that's... No, I will never, but it's not a positive thing. <laughs> no. And like the Amberlynn cover is fine, but it's yeah. you know far from the best version of that song I've and ever the, heard. And then and I... I can't even consider the august burns red song as part of this album because no and that's kind of the other thing always be a part of sled and hill exactly exactly so 
I mean, if we were ranking this on a five star, I'd probably give it like a two and a half, like yeah. right down the middle. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, yeah, was that was fun, a fun man. experiment. We, that was we did a fun it. experiment. I had a blast, man. With laughs galore. Yes. It's always good to talk to you, dude. I love you, buddy. I love uh, you too, man. Miss have you. a great X Christmas, Dylan. Oh, have a fantastic X Christmas. And Jingle Bell Rock! Jingle Bell Rock! Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 